Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, with 20 years experience on my back climbing the corporate ladder. And I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom to help you achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing? This has been a fantastic few days here in Sweden. Um, we just celebrated midsummer, and since we moved here five years ago, this is the first midsummer that it was really warm, really summer like. Um, and from Italy, for those of you who don't know that, and so I'm used to really warm summers, but I left Italy many years ago, so I'm actually used of um, not so warm summers, but, uh, but we're really blessed with amazing, beautiful, warm, nice, with a little bit of breeze summer days. So, so yeah, so really beautiful days. So today I want to talk about creativity. And what I thought I would do is that I have included in this podcast episode a conversation I had with a dear friend of mine, Britta, and we recorded this conversation around creativity and and how we suffer from the fact that so many people are not embracing their creativity and and instead they're denying it and pushing it down so i hope you enjoyed this conversation um we had to interrupt it a bit abruptly because hashtag work from home um, my dog started barking, my kids came back home, so we had to stop it quite abruptly. Um, but we had a really fabulous conversation, so I really hope you're enjoying it. And, and leave me your comments on my website. I will link, you will find the link in the show notes down below. And just a comment on the fact that this was actually an interview Britta did with me, so you would see it, it's the other way around. So she will start talking and, and start asking me questions, introduce me. So, so I thought um, I'll explain this to you that you might, you might not recognize my voice in the beginning because it is Britta's voice. All right, so hi everyone and welcome. I'm so happy that we're here because today we have Kiara Covone here. And um, the reason why her and I connected is she is part of the Stage Ready Academy, which is the public speaking course that I'm running. And she's also a innovation and leadership coach. And the reason why we connected right away was because there's something that's very dear to our hearts, which is creativity. And public speaking and writing a talk is a creative process. Putting everything up on stage is a creative process. And what I always find so interesting is, and I know Kara is going to um, agree with me is that so many people believe they are not creative and there are so many studies about that and Kiara just told me before we started recording this she said one out of four people believe they are not creative and it's so interesting because when I watch my daughter she just makes up stuff all the time and it's I mean she's just creativity in, in, in motion in a way like from the second she wakes up until she goes to bed. So Kiara, before we jump right in, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey into this, and then mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about creativity, how to use it, how to overcome the fear of not being creative and all that juicy stuff. 
Yes, so thank you for having me, Britta. Um, so, so yes, so I'm uh, I'm Italian originally, uh, but I live in Sweden. Uh, so hopefully, you can feel you can see a little bit of the Swedish right. countryside. <laughs> living in the middle of nowhere and loving it and um, and yeah so um, I've been really digging into the concept of understanding how creativity works in the last 18 months um, because I felt I needed to understand better how the brain works and and what prevents you know I'm, I'm the head of I used to be the head of innovation for a large manufacturing of packaging and I have a lot of people around me that are um, uh, that are, you know, have design as a, as a title, but when you talk to people and ask them, you know, be creative and think out of the box, people are very, you know, concerned and restrict and they feel like, no, I can't. So I started digging into how, how, how does that work? Why do some people feel they're creative and why do others feel they're not creative, what is happening? And that's where I really started digging into the science and the, and the psychology of, mm -hmm. of that. So what did you find? I mean, we, we, we talked a lot before we actually did this. And um, it's interesting, I, I can just talk about myself, is that I think school has a lot to do with it. I think the way the school system works, and, and there's a really great talk, and, and that speaker, Ken Robertson, says, we're not being educated into creativity, we're being educated out of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. By, you know, things need to be done a certain way. They need to, we need to get it right. And then we start to believe, oh, I'm not creative. Absolutely. So, so I think there is, there is a few things here. So the first thing is understanding the word creativity. And the word creativity actually comes from the word to create. And if you think we are all creating something every day in our life, right? We create a dinner, we create you know, our breakfast, we create yeah. our bed we make our bed so creation is actually really an act that we do every day and this is why creativity is so embedded in our human nature but sometimes or very often since one of out of five don't believe they are creative there is this association that creativity is like a creation of a mastery something yes. that is out of the ordinary Absolutely. and that is more you know that is really the dissociation that people have that they believe that we're talking about something that is magnificent a beautiful invention when in reality the creativity is actually the process it's not the destination so the act of creative something is, is where the creativity piece is. And I think it's really interesting that you refer to the, to the schooling system, because in fact, schooling rewards the result, right? It doesn't exactly. reward the process. It doesn't reward, and I was just listening also to, to another podcast the other day, and, and how the system really rewards people that arrive fast at solution yes. instead of rewarding those that put the effort. Yes. Because the reality is that, in anything we do, if we want to get good at something, we got to practice. Yes. So the old concept of talents and you're born with that. Yes, if you have a talent, you're probably faster to the destination, faster at getting good, but it doesn't mean that, no, that, that anybody can't can do it. Yes. So that's really the, the thing that we should, the school should be much more encouraging and fostering. I so agree. I so agree. And there, there's a saying, I don't know who said it, it might be, I don't know if it was Will Smith, but someone said, um, hard work beats talent anytime. Absolutely. You know, if I do, if I, if I practice, if I put the work in, I can get the same results as someone who just, you know, who's a natural. And I don't, I don't necessarily believe in someone who's a natural. I think it might come easier to someone than to others, but we still need mm -hmm. to practice. And somewhere along the way, we lose the, almost like the joy 
of practicing and also with that the joy of failing oh absolutely and that's really what we need to teach ourselves yeah and so so it's interesting because i was i was looking at how the brain works and the brain works very much into um so, so the brain is a very lazy organ, yeah? So it wants to be efficient because processing and doing something differently, it takes a lot of energy and that's not very efficient. So the brain needs to be saving, you know, going through known paths. Yes. <laughs> Neurological, easy path. And so basically, if we're convincing ourselves that we're not creative, that's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to behave. So somehow in the past, if you want to be changing how you think about creativity and yourself in the context of the creativity, you have to go back to what neurological path did you create in your brain? What experience yes. in the past yes. made you feel and believe that you're not creative? Yes. And then you can change it. So you have to go back to those thoughts that you created that are not serving you anymore. Yes. And kind of start thinking, you know, you need to write them down. Start thinking, oh, is, what is it? What are all the beliefs that are making me feel I'm not creative? Because that's really what the brain today is telling you. Oh, no, creativity. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's that's scary. That's you're gonna be you're gonna embarrass yourself. Get out of there. Don't stay there. Don't don't go there. So and I think it's so interesting in the context of what you're teaching us. You know, really about standing and and and, and getting into you know distracting the brain. Yes. Right. Distracting the brain with other things that you're self that you're self confident about, so that you don't get into the trap of. Oh my God, I'm going to be embarrassing myself. Oh my God, right. And then also, also, I think understanding that at some point, believing that was valuable because, you know, if I needed to get everything right in school or for my parents or whoever, whoever that was, we needed that in that moment. And now moving into, okay, that served me once. It doesn't serve me anymore. Thank you, brain, for trying to protect me. But now I can, I can move beyond that. Absolutely. And that, that is hard work. It is hard work. And that's the other piece of it. Because the reality is that growth can only come with discomfort. Yes. We have to embrace discomfort if yes. we want to grow. Yes. If we're staying in the cave, <laughs> like our brain wants us to stay. <laughs> exactly. There is not going to be growth. Yes. And, and that's really the beauty of the excitement and i think as you know i was trying to study also the the you know the concept of fear and how the fear feels very similar to excitement yes in our body yes and how sometimes we mix those up yes and that and again it's all about practicing practicing making discomfort as part of your normal being yes and then also say it's just a feeling it's not gonna do anything it's just, you know, and then also not, at least for me, not putting the meaning onto that. Like my, like, okay, my stomach tingles or my heart races. That's it. And it's not, that must mean I'm really nervous and that means I'm really scared and that means I cannot do the thing that I actually want to do, but that I'm now talking myself out of. Absolutely. And this is another self-awareness piece that is so revealing to me, is that the worst thing that can happen is the feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's just a feeling. It's, it's, it's so interesting. Sometimes I think we think that the body is immortal, but the feelings are going to kill us when it's, it's the other way around, right? The feelings, they're just feelings. They're just feelings. And we, we, you know, we shouldn't let, let ourselves down. We can do it. We can embrace that feeling and cope with it. Yes. It's not, it's not going to kill us. Yeah. But, the, but the brain is still 
you know, it's, it's still a very ancient organ that often protects us. So the fear used to be very, you know, it's still very, very useful if you, if you want to cross the street, the, you know, the, the brain is going to tell you don't do that. Yeah. But it's the same brain that's going to tell you, you know, don't go and present. Yeah. Don't speak up. Don't, don't intervene in that presentation. Yes. Don't ask the question. Yes. It's exactly the same brain. Well, like, because I think on a very primal level, it feels like we're dying. Yes, and because we, we are social creatures. It also means, okay, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be part of the group anymore. If I'm doing something wrong, if I'm doing something embarrassing, oh my God, they're going to shun me now. That means I'm going to be alone. That means I'm going to die, which is yes. really primal. It is. Because it is. way back then, of course, you know, it, it wasn't good, but nowadays nothing is going to happen. No, so, exactly. So what could we actually do to overcome that fear? So we talked about, um, just, you know, not putting the meaning onto the, the physical sensations. What else could we do to kind of trick the brain into going, no, 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 we're not going down that path. Let's rewire. So I, I found that a, a, an exercise is really helpful, which is about, as I mentioned before, to start writing down your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, when you think about creativity, write down, take your time, you know, five minutes, it doesn't need to take an hour. <laughs> but really start writing down what you associate with that. And then going through those thoughts and understand, I don't know if you, if you know Byron Katie, but Byron oh, Katie, yeah. I adore Byron Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And she challenges you to go through the statement and ask yourself, is this true? Yeah. You know, where, because the thing is that a thought, again, is, we think of thoughts as circumstances, as objective things. Well, they're not. Thoughts are our interpretation of the reality. Yes. It's already a processed circumstance. Yes. So when we write down those, all, those, all those thoughts and go through them one by one, we could question them. Where does this come from? Yeah. How can I, you know, is this really true? Yes. Can I be sure that it is true? Yes. Or is the opposite true? And, and who, would I, who would I be if I didn't believe that thought? That is so, I think that's so valuable. Exactly. So it's really about reprogramming a little bit your brain on, on cancelling that belief that is not serving you. It's, it's, it's really holding you back. Yes. And you don't need it. You want to grow. You want to do great things. You want to speak up. The world needs to hear your voice, needs yes. to see your creativity. Yes. Yes. And the more you're frustrated, the more you're going to be repressing something that is so instinctive in us. So it's really important that we do this exercise. Write it down, look at that, look at the statement, and think, who would I be without that thought? Yeah. How and then just I- break that vicious circle because it's like this really the circle of okay, I think I'm not creative, so I'm not doing the thing. So I, I keep, you know, feeding that belief instead of just saying, stop. Exactly, exactly. We don't need so that. I really think that could be a good exercise to try. Yeah. Yeah, and see how it goes. I'm so excited. Everybody watching, please do this exercise and, and you know, in the comments, tell us, tell us what you found because this is really, this is so valuable. And um, I, I know you know this, but I truly believe that everyone has a message that needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. I believe we all have these life experiences and we need to put them out there so someone can learn from them or we can help someone with them. So, and, and, but you know, playing small, Marion Williamson, playing, yours playing small doesn't serve the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really beautiful. 
And um, just, I, I love what you said in the beginning that we're creating all the time. And that oftentimes we confuse creativity with this big thing, this big masterpiece that you mentioned, while it's not about that. Because if I, if I think about the big masterpiece, I get so intimidated, mm. I don't take the first step. Yes, and I think just to reinforce also that point. So the act of creativity is that in, to, to, you have a problem, you're looking at finding a solution, and then you, you, need, to, you need to process, how did I solve that? How, yes. you know, what could I do better next time? Yes. And again, it's, it's about this concept of growth and development. You know, it's about this, this learning of failing. Okay, it didn't go the way I thought. That's it okay, that's great. Now I know that that doesn't well, I know work. it, right? Now I have the data. To know, okay, what I, what I can do differently. It's, it's beautiful. Beautiful, exactly. But it, it, it does take the process of, you know, not pushing it away. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Oh my God, I did it so wrong. No, 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 no. Kindness to ourselves, never pushing back. Yes. Lean in, understand, process it. What did I do well? What could I do better? Yeah. How am I going to do it better next time? And try it again. Have it's opportunities to without all the judgment, you know, without the meaning we put on, into it. And there's, um, there's a beautiful quote by Rumi, the, the, the poet, and he says something like along the lines of, outside of right or wrong, there's a field. Let's mm -hmm. meet there. Oh, and yeah. I thought, wow, what if I couldn't think into the category of this is right, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. Move into experimental mode. Yes. And create like a playground for myself, like when I write the talk, when I, when I rehearse my talk. Mm -hmm. And then also this whole fear, I think, of the fear of being seen falls away. Yes. And I, and I think we should talk about another element here, which is about um, letting go of what, our, of what other people think. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because this is such a trap of our modern society. Yes. It's a lifelong process to learn <laughs> or to unlearn. <laughs> We're all on the journey. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a destination. It's always a journey. It is. It is. And I really think that is often holding us back. And I think it's very important that we understand, again, what is the worst can happen? Yeah. And how do, we, you know, how do we show up with our best self, with our best intention? Yeah. And, and the fact is that, you know, what I, what I try to tell to myself is, nobody cares about me as much as I care about me. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is nice and hard at the same time, right? <laughs> exactly. But it's we're yeah. so worried about oh, what is this person going to think? Yes. That person is not going to think anything most of the time. And if whatever they think, it's not your problem. It's not something you can influence, no, no matter what you do. Yeah. So stop caring about that because sometimes we do things because we think that's what people expect from us. Yeah. And we do it all wrong because then we're not authentic, we're not ourselves. We can't do things just, you know, pretending to be somebody else. So I really think that is a very important thing. And we gotta, we gotta learn, we all gotta practice that and convince, you know, there is this, some people, I don't do that, but I know a lot of my friends do these affirmations in the morning, mm -hmm. you know, saying sentences because yes. nothing happens just if you hear something once. You gotta hear this as something and tell it to yourself you know, 500 times before it becomes <laughs> something you really believe. Oh, yeah. But you will believe it. Yes. At one point, you will believe it. 
So really, if that is, if that is something that you, know, you guys uh, struggle with, if this is really something that is holding you back, I'm so concerned of what people are gonna think. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look stupid. I, you know, I, don't, I, can't, you know, I don't feel comfortable with my body and on stage, and that's gonna prevent me to, you know, to show mm -hmm. up and be seen. So then start with this affirmation don't let go of what other people think you care it's only your role you know only important what you think and what your the people you love think about you yes. anybody else doesn't matter yes. and there's a really great way and I, I, I used to do that um, I wrote down something that I'm really good at and then I wrote down and I really wrote it I mean I think you have to write it because there's something in the really writing it down um, what's the good thing like what, what am I really good at and how does it serve people mm -hmm. and how does it serve me? And I really would write like a page for mm -hmm. each thing. And it was so, um, it was so beautiful in a way, you know, and it, it was really important to really just write how it serves people, how it serves me. Um, because it, it was different than just saying, I'm really good at, you know, teaching people. Yes. But how does it serve someone? How does it serve me? And how does it impact, impact my life? Just really, broaden that and really anchor it in my body. This is so beautiful. Um, we are so hard on ourselves and we forget yeah. to start thinking about what am I good at? You know, we feel like, oh, who do you think you are to ourselves, right? We say that. <laughs> and instead it's so important because that's really what we can contribute to this world. Yes. This is what we can bring. So if we are not there to acknowledge it, how can we, you know, serve it to the world? Yes. So really, I totally agree. Write it down and not, not just once, more times yeah. <laughs> once a week <laughs> yes yeah i mean when, when i did that i really did it every single day good <laughs> and I, I went deeper and then of course and i kind of kind of you know I, I left it at some point and i, I did different things but it really helped me to go there are many many things that are not so good about myself that i you know that's not really good for other people or you know for, for myself um but there are so many things i'm really good about myself like everyone everyone has these things and I think we should nourish them and, and really what you said, start to be kind with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when yeah. we practice the talk, when we practice anything, it's like, I don't have to be perfect. And some people will love it. Some people won't love it. And that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about me as a person. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's kind of moving away from that dependency more to an interdependency of it's you and I together in this. Yes. Which is... And I think, so that really leads me also to, the, to another point which I wanted to make, which is about letting go of perfection, <laughs> which holds us back so yeah. bad. You know, the, the, the perfectionist never get anything done because it's never going to be perfect, yes. right? And yes. there's this beautiful saying that, you know, it says better done than perfect. Yes, but it's, well, I so agree. <laughs> but it's also because we need to let go of... You know, it's better that you do it and you learn from it. And next time you're going to do better. But yeah. don't be held back by just trying to have it perfect. To start. Whatever, whatever that is. And I think if we try to be perfect, it actually shows how insecure we are because we are so scared of people's judgment or getting it wrong that we get stuck on, I want to get it right. I want to get it perfect. And then we'll never get it done. And I think if we have three weeks to get something done, we'll need three weeks. If we have a year, we'll, we'll need a year. If we have an hour, you know, we can get it done in an hour if we really need to. And I was a couple of, it's, it's months ago, but I was listening to an interview with, I think it was 
uh, who was it? I don't remember, Bruce Springsteen, like a really famous singer. And he was talking about a really famous song he did. And he said in the interview, oh my God, when we released that, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect yet. I, I felt like we were not ready to release it. And it, I mean, it became this worldwide super hit. <laughs> how interesting is that you know we, we all have that you know? yes absolutely and and in particular in in creativity you know some people that are very creative and they do beautiful things that it you know you raise your bar so high mm-hmm. so hard with yourself and that you know that really can create a, a barrier of of doing things absolutely using things so let go, let go of perfection. And, and like do what, I always go, well, do, just do one little thing a day that brings you closer to whatever it is you want to achieve. You want to write a, a TED talk, well, then just sit down 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, mm-hmm. and then just build it piece by piece. If you want to, you know, I, I have classical singer tra- singing training, and when I was learning a new piece, I would just practice every day five minutes until I would somehow, you know, make it work. So I think that the tiny steps, because if I, I, I mean, I know children, the, the compression always works, but, but if I'm a baby and I, I'm being born, I go, I'm going to run a marathon now. <laughs> That's very discouraging because I can't even crawl. I can't even roll over. Absolutely. So it's, I mean. How I, many hours of walk? I how many know. millions of hours of walking before you can run a marathon, yes. right? And yes. that's all practice. That's all practice. And Nothing, you yes. don't, you don't, you're not born with it. We, we're, we never are. And, and I, I don't think when my daughter learned to walk, she, I, think, I don't think she ever thought, when, like when she kept falling down, you know, that walking thing isn't for me. I'm just going to crawl for the rest of my life. Hey, do you want to succeed at work while living your best life? Great. Then come over to my website, chiaracovone.com, as in C-H-I, A-R-A-C-O-V-O-N-E and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource. It will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only. Thank you for tuning in and I will be talking to you next week.